0: Join us as we open another file in the Markov dossier. File number epsilon gravity
1: one two zero two six zero zero three. Sir Luton, and welcome to this episode of the Markov dossier a dystopian age podcast. My name's Scott, and I'm here with Sam.
0: Howdy, pilgrims!
1: And we are doing another faction dive this week. Um, and this week we are going to do the Ying, the Hex, or the Yang to the Ying of the Hex, whichever way you'd like to look at it, um, with the Order.
0: Everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite faction on the table. You just love to see those Corcoroli swarming a court towards you.
1: Yep, everybody loves <laughs> They're the best.
0: Not if um, you're based in the aim. No,
1: not, not many people like to see a cork rollie, especially like a four-legged cork um, no,
0: Not if he's moving quickly, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> no, not many people like to see them all.
0: <laughs> okay. So...
1: We'll kick off talking about, um, as we discussed a little bit last week, the ore shard. The shard is essentially a another sentience, another entity um, of of pure energy. Essentially, we believe it is the the intelligence, the non-emotional side of um, this divided universe. Or um, words, uh,
0: d- 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 it's the intelligent side of a previous entity that has ascended to pure thought That's leaving behind what we think was the hex
1: yes so it's very heavily hinted at in, in the order's background section in the Wild West Exodus book we went over it quite a bit last week so I'll go over it again but whereas the hex has sort of gone to seek out people uh, well, Entities to attach itself to, to cling to the desperate and the deposed. The All shard are sort of settled into like a the role, own, aren't they? Yeah,
0: They're, when they, if if the hex is the outcasts and the unsettled, the Order are the conservative thinking center, moral center of the you know the the. The thumpers of it. This is an outrage. Those kind of people.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they are they are deathly opposed to the hex. Um, they are its antithesis. They want to see it removed from the galaxy. They want to see it wiped out completely. And they use something called gnosis to sort of search through time and space for any hints at the hex to try and find where is it currently. Is it? Yeah you know, is it a threat? I mean, it's always a threat. They tend to try and search it out and um, eliminate it with severe prejudice when they do.
0: Yeah, so Gnosis is a kind of way where they they touch the dreaming minds of mortals like us. They watch our dreams to see if the Hex is having a malign influence on their thoughts, etc, etc. Using our dreams to spy on us, quite literally, which is Creepy as hell. When you think about it, <laughs> get out of my head.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've said it so many times before, but it's it's one of those things where just because they are, you know, trying to get rid of the hex does not mean these guys are, are the good guys by any stretch of the imagination. So they go they go in through the the dreams of people through Gnosis, and then they set up this six stage plan uh, of a crusade where essentially they they infiltrate a society or a, a planet or, or whatever and from there they start to gain influence and then they start to sort of pass on knowledge of of technology and so they slowly build the way up to building pothic arches and essentially these apothic arches are Ways of putting the spirit of the old shard, known as Corcoroli, into the form of whatever planet they're on. So, whatever species it is, they insert their sentience into them as Corcoroli.
0: They essentially possess willing uh, sacrifices. Yes. Um,
1: it, it's it's not some more of a complete. Override yeah. of whatever was in that body previously. Yeah. The
0: it the person that anymore. was ain't there anymore. No.
1: And from there, they essentially stop being sort of sub- more subversive and and tactical, and they just wage all-out war on anything that is not yeah. in their religion.
0: If and, that doesn't
1: work, <laughs> yeah. So right, I mean, the, the sixth and final phase is the Revelation Gates. So once they've got these Revelation Gates built, and they think they've they've wiped the hex from the Earth, Earth or the planet they're on, they uh, they open these gates, which are linked directly to the system's sun. Uh, and just wiping the entire planet in a bath of fire, essentially. Yes.
0: Kill everything and let God sort it out.
1: Yeah, but literally this time.
0: Except they're God and they're not really bothered about sorting it out. If you ain't yeah, cork but... you ain't getting off.
1: Yeah. And so once all the, the vessels of the cork the cork returned to the Orshard. I can't remember the name of the, the place that the Orshard reside.
0: It is literally just called the All Shard.
1: The special, uh, like a, it's like a river or something like that. It's That's.
0: It's called. described as a river. It's. Yeah. Um, they are called the All Shard, and it is. They. they it says on the first paragraph They found themselves in a new dimension, a dimensional plane. They refer to as the All Shard. So. And they, and they call themselves The Order. So yeah, they return. doesn't matter. They're pretty much unkillable. The body can die, but the soul inside is just like, yeah, I'm fine. Back to the old shard I go. Plant Cinder. Yep. Done this 17 different times. Yep. Still the hex survives. You think after 17 times, you think, this ain't working, and we knew the new plan. No, it's just, we didn't use enough fire!
1: <laughs> yes. Burn more things. That's the way to solve this problem. Yes,
0: more fire!
1: (laughs) If anybody in the community is listening, I want you to, if you have the skill, sit down, find the meme of the dog sitting in fire, saying everything is fine, and replace his face with a Corcoroli death mask. Thank you very much. That would be amazing.
0: Oh, I want to do that now. I want to get my, my Photoshop skills cracking. That's going
1: to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, So, yeah, they've done this 17 times. In one of the instances where they went to find the Hex, they came upon Earth and the island of Thera, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. But something very strange happened. All of a sudden, in the blink of an eye...
0: Thera and Atlantis, bye bye
1: gone Uh, which was a bit of a mystery and through gnosis and investigation they've discovered that some young races have banded together to form the Watchers who take care of Thera um, which we'll talk about in the Watcher episode a bit more and so they believe that there's no need to carry on this crusade the Hex has been mysteriously taken out by these Watchers Um, but we're going to keep an eye on them because that's, you know... A bit worrying. That's a bit worrying, (laughs) so we need to keep an eye on these people. And then roll on to the Dystopian Age now, uh, and, and they've once again sensed the Hex, and they've started the Gnosis, and they've started infiltrating our planet. So... Order now. Essentially... They are seen as a bit of a uh, a hokey religion, to steal from a line from a film. They're not really seen as like a big deal outside of certain circles. Just you know, some people trying to push another religion yeah. out there.
0: Well, I imagine I imagine the general populace of the of places like the Union and Europe and that kind of view them in much the same way we see more the more evangelical religions that turn up on your doorstep occasionally it's like that's that's nice we yeah we yeah but it's really nice that you're doing these charitable things now uh can you please leave me alone because i'm kind of watching telly that <laughs> that's kind of what how people see them that they're very well intentioned god botherers but uh yeah we'll just leave them alone and ignore them for a bit yep. they'll go away. yeah
1: yeah uh, I mean, in the Sultanate, they are they're more from reading the Sultanate's, um law. It seems that it's more of a, a, much a, more yeah, yeah. a much more mainstream thing. Yeah, much more
0: mainstream thing in Sultunate. Mentions them in the uh, well Westchester uh, Order law as well. It tells them yep. about tells them about that, and it drops a, a rather important name. We'll be discussing later in there Dylan Callus, and we'll be discussing him a bit later.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, at the minute, I think it mentions in the the law that they are currently sitting at stage four of their their crusade on our planet. There's Which is so
0: covert of... warfare, isn't it? Not enough, Corcorali, to actually go all out. No, but enough but to start.
1: There's enough to start a a, a bit more of a yeah um... covert
0: warfare would be the way to describe would isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Behind the scenes stuff.
1: Yeah, they're, they're not afraid to be picking fights, but they're also choosing those fights very carefully. They don't yeah. want to out themselves currently. Yeah, they're um,
0: not able to take on governments yet.
1: No, they've only got two strongholds. Um, they're called Bastion Armatures. There's one in the Rocky Mountains, which took a long time to complete. They had a lot of setbacks, a lot of um, issues getting getting it built whereas the one in the sultanate is in Persia yeah. and that was up and running fairly quickly like they had yeah. no they had no problems whatsoever the um, the sultan was very uh, helpful in getting that up and running for them
0: I'm just google it I've just remembered okay right the one in the sultanate according to the law is called Cast. Ka- I was not that.
1: going to attempt to pronounce that Izadcast
0: so. like but it's actually a real place. Um here it is in the Wikipedia. There's a Wikipedia for it. Isaac Kas Castle is located in the Isaac Kas in the Far's province of central Iran. The castle was built during the Sassanid Empire, 224 to 651 ABD, and functions as a fortified wall city on the ancient Silk Road through that ran through central Ir- Iran and was the second largest Adobe building in the world after Arghibam. I'm gonna apologize if I've said that wrong. Okay, so it is actually a real place, and there are—if you look on the Wikipedia article for it—there are some very impressive photos of this, uh, some artwork from it from the nineteen twenties, and uh, the crumbling ruins of it now. That's in- that is really a, a really impressive structure. So that's worth a look if you're interested in the real-world links that uh, War Cradle do love to sprinkle liberally through through their lore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they're all set up uh, for this coming war and they're sort of their religion is broken down into several sects and and there's different what's the word? Chambers they call them so there's different chambers within those sects and you've actually had a minor sort of overview of those when you posted before didn't you?
0: Yeah I was just asking some questions I was originally asking about the ranks that they have if you look on the cards they have ranks on them, especially the uh, core coroli. And I was asking what the ranks were. And Stuart was a little more forthcoming with a little bit of information about how the core, how it's all organized. So he says there are four chambers within the order there is the core coroli, which are the in- inhuman uh, armored god robot things. Um, there is the priesthood, which maintains the uh, the external religion for the for the outside world and of course uh, the higher up the priesthood you go the more secrets about the true nature of the order you learn then there is the spiker which are the armed militant wing of these i imagine they're quite kept well hidden because i'm fairly sure if they would not be common knowledge because nobody likes the idea of a religion in the middle of your middle of your country suddenly having its own personal army so there, I imagine they quite hurt, but that's the Spiker. And then finally, and this is the one that Stuart's only hinted at, and I know nothing at all about it, other than he said they were deeply disturbing, something called the Blessed. No idea. Anyone got any ideas on that? By all means, drop us a line on the, on the uh, Markov dossier page, and I'd love to hear your theories on that, but that's all we got. The deeply disturbing Blessed. Given that these are people willing to uh, open up a sun on your planet. I dread to think what deeply disturbing con- constitutes for those guys. Yep. So those are the four those are the four chambers. Within the chambers there are ranks. Uh, within the priesthood, the ranks we hear are Sicron and High Sichron, which is Abner Horse. So he's like Abner Horse is um, well if you can get his mo- his models on the Warcraft or classics line, bearded guy with a big helmet and staff. He's the the boss. He's the yeah. he is the public boss face on Earth. The Pope, if you like. So he's the high Sycran. Below him are the Sicrons, which are, in game terms, they're the bosses of posse's. So Elita Nura is a Sycran, and Dylan Cass, when he arrives, will also be a Sicron. The Corcoroli have their own ranking system. Right at the top, we have Makara, that's the centaur lady. She has the rank of Procyon. I hope you're saying that. Now, Procyon, I googled it, actually means it's the name of a star. Uh, and in, it's one of our stars we can see in this constellation. Um, but she is the boss. She is really in charge of this. Yep. Below Procyon is the rank of Cap, which some of the Coroli have I actually checked. Uh, I found three Corcuroli with the rank of alt cap. They are of Vulana, Siraj, and Orom. Below them is the lower, low, slightly lower rank of Kandor which uh, in Corcuroli turns is Han, Mithun, Katan, Noth, and Zane. They're the Kandors. There isn't. I haven't seen any other ranks for the corcoroli yet. So the Spike have a rank of Mimreg, uh, which any of the face. Spiker have, so that's Aaron Brand, Janis Sultan, Melakati uh, Helios. They have the rank of Mimreg. Yep. And that is how they are, that's the organization where we know it as at the moment.
1: Yeah, and it also seems like they have um, some like divisions among those as well because um, there's the Astrea, which Elita Nora is the head of, mm-hmm. which is the portal vanguard for the speaker. Um, or or the Crowley speaker yeah definitely the speaker Um, so there's probably some sort of divisions of of things within them as well but they're not mentioned other than in the background and that's that's essentially the order Mm -hmm. so we'll talk about some of the characters now we'll start with talking about the head guy, um, the Pope of the order if you will or the the High circum, I suppose is the appropriate term um, Horst Abner. Now, unfortunately, there's very little details on, on and, and it sort of... It's the same with a, a couple of the other guys we're going to talk about. There's not a lot out there for the Order because a lot of the stuff is War Cradle classics, or hasn't been released yet for some of the, the other characters. So, all we really know about him is he's he's the head guy, he's the High Circan. Um, he writes... Or it, it's seeming that he's writing the main entry for the order in the world war Exodus book and it sort of alludes to the fact that he's not really that keen on burning the entire planet down to get the hex
0: yeah, he's looking to save save the planet uh still still seems quite keen on killing killing the hex but he wants it to be actually do this job properly and not kill everybody, thanks, that'd be great. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and, and that's pretty much all we know about him, really. He has a, a fierce opposition in another character we know a little bit more about, who is Alita Nora.
0: Alita Nutter.
1: <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> that woman's not sane. <laughs> no.
1: Um, she is described as a zealot. Um, Ze- and she she wants to move to the next phase right now. She's like, she's not happy. They're sticking at say at phase four. She wants all-out war immediately, uh, and she is very vocal about that. And she is trying to seemingly get some sort of opposition to Abner to try and enact this fifth phase um, immediately.
0: I think what's really disturbing about her is that she was fully aware of what becoming a core Corolian entails, but was still quite keen to do it anyway.
1: Yeah, she absolutely—it was—it was her main goal. Um, mm. She's kind
0: of annoyed that she's just been given. She's just the commander of one of the most elite forces, spiker forces that they've got, yeah. uh, and she doesn't think that's good enough. No,
1: um, she's she wanted to be a, a core She was not given that. She was instead given, like Sam said, the Estrella uh, Command, which is the portal vanguard. And she has a very, in a legendary version at least, she is given a very nasty um, seismic staff, uh, which you can see very nicely in the legendary model.
0: It is a very dynamic pose. She It's one of the best posings that I've got, because it's literally she's practically being lifted off the ground by her own hammer. She's hitting it to the floor and going, What? <laughs>
1: And having used her myself in a tournament, she was a wrecking machine. (laughs) Everybody avoided her like the plague. They were just like, I do not want to go near her. I don't care that she's a skinny woman. She is a walking death machine, and she really is uh, nasty. Especially if you can pop her through some portals and get her up in people's faces quickly. It's, It's fun to play her. She's her her posse is the reason I started order because I just looked at all the models. I was just like, they just look the epitome of cool. And then I bought the, the legendary, which I wasn't too keen on. Uh, the pictures don't do it justice. She's one of those models that is yeah. difficult to take a good photo of. But if you ever see her in person, just Absolutely beautiful model. Really, really nice.
0: In that box set I'm really the two core you get with the up that box set you've got um is it Catan and noth with the chain chuckers. Yep. Yep. Um cool. they are very dynamically posed. the, the chains spiralling out of their out of their wrist launchers. Very cool looking models.
1: Yeah, they are really, really nice models. Um again, like it Maybe want to buy more cork corkerly
0: because they're really nice to paint. The three spiker you get with it as well, all very individual, all very unique looks to them. So Aaron Brand, he's got his fists up for that punching. He looks American. (laughs) Something about him, it just says this guy's American. Just the whole swaggering pose, the way he's got a bandana across his face, the short hair, and the punching looks great. And then you've got Jana Soto, who's got the whole Greek helmet thing going on with the crest and the portal glove and the face mask. And then you've got Venat- Venati Venet—I can't say it's an italian Venatisi Helios, which is Greek. I think that's a Greek name actually. Uh, with her very cool-looking jumpsuit, uh, bright, weirdly bright glowing eyes on her card. Her actual eyes are glowing. Not a massive. Yeah, all thing,
1: the but... eyes are glowing on the rest of them as well, I believe.
0: Aaron's got normal eyes. His really? eyes don't glow. Huh. But uh, yeah, all the others. Just, just, uh, Elitas don't glow and horses don't glow. No, it's just Venatzi and possibly Janno. Yeah, Janna's glow as well. That's interesting. I don't know if there's any significance to that. But yeah, very cool looking models, each with their own personality. Um, and what, That whole box set is, is just gorgeous.
1: Yeah, and Helios is one to look out for if you're a uni- Union player agent, so she can be taken in the we, uh, secret agent's posse.
0: Yep, and the Infernal Investigations will take her as well. He actually mentions oh, you yeah. know, Blurb. She's got contacts throughout the Union. Yep. Isn't she the one with the thermite grenades? She just thought, bring s- this little incident s- up. S-
1: <laughs> Solar grenades yes <laughs>
0: yes I <laughs> uh, what I'm referring to is the first time uh I think it was the first time out with them you bought them out was the that? first time yeah you 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 threw a thermite grenade was it was it my lawman uh my son's No, it
1: was your son's um wrong. because yeah. I just thought I'd I'd been cut down to two people in <laughs> one turn <laughs> <laughs> yes my swings was just by just like,
0: lethal, lethal dice rolling and, and uh, was it Custer just going on a rampage
1: yeah uh, I was just like I'm not having this I need to at least kill one unit and instead the grade come directly Scheduled back right at me lovely. over me
0: <laughs> like directly on top of you
1: and I rolled a 1 for my saving throw and I was just like well great
0: <laughs> it was a very spectacular so, way
1: to die <laughs> so much for the Orshard. shard um <laughs> luckily they have redeemed themselves quite significantly since then so
0: yeah you've, k- um, you've kicked my backside with them um, at least yeah. twice
1: uh, I wiped the floor with somebody at the tournament as well um, and I did pretty well in the other two games I played so they are they are not to be sniffed at no. uh, so moving on from the portal vanguard we'll go to the corkeroli with makara who is the head of the cork roly again? There's not really a lot on her. You know, she's the head of the cork roly, or we assume that she's the head of the cork roly. Um, and she is on four legs instead of two, which is very interesting.
0: Yes, I asked this is one another thing I asked Stuart about. Asked, Why is she a centaur? Because <laughs> I was trying to work out because they possess a human that would mean backside to her, or is something really horrific going on here? Stuart's answer was very interesting. Um, Makara has been, obviously, uh, the order are essentially timeless, and she has a fate, and the older they, the, they get, they get attached to old form. Makara's rather attached to a previous form from another planet, and she either asked for or somehow made her vessel resemble that form again. So at some point there was a planet full of centaurs that the Order wiped out at some point and that's what Makara's gone with. She's made her made her centaur, so Lord only knows how that happened. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a curious thing, there's no explanation of this, but yep she's a centaur, deal with it.
1: Yep, she's a centaur, deal with it and trust me if you play her you will have to deal with it because she will get up in your face quickly she will stay there and there will be nothing left anywhere near her she yeah. is rock solid
0: she's got um I'm just trying to find the rule where's she gone I've lost her I've lost all the pages Right. she's got forceful strike basically which basically means if yes. she runs fast and hits you with it it hurts oh there she is yep Yeah. yeah. Uh, ball rush, and forceful strike. Once during its activation, they spin one action point to double the piercing value of a single strike action to a maximum of six. Uh, Lance has a piercing of four, so I bet she's hitting you with a piercing six. Yeah. That ain't fun. At all. (laughs) And she can focus charge actions and all this.
1: Yeah. very very nasty but she's expensive I think it it counterweights some people have said that you know or oh, she's too powerful I'm like she's 200 215 215 points yeah you'd expect yeah. her to be powerful for that yeah yeah that's that's a lot of points for a model um, mm. I mean I need you issue a thousand points and if you're going with her posse which is all cork Crowley, that is going to it up I think if I, if I remember rightly, I did it just for curiosity's sake. For every Corcoroli that was released, plus her and her posse, how much that posse would cost? And it's one
0: thousand two hundred fifteen. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> so you can almost have an in, an in, cor, all Corcoroli force.
1: Yeah, and really they're all mean? faces. Yeah.
0: Is that include? Oh, that's not including the, Lum- the Lumion to Nyx cohorts so that you can get.
1: No, no that. that's just the faces. So you've only got nine models total? <laughs> but nine they're all Core <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: So, Shot I mean,
0: cannons and oh my lord. No, you just wouldn't want it, would you?
1: Actually,
0: we've only using Core Corolla, can any of them teleport?
1: No, there is no portals. If you don't, anybody like Jane or
0: disciple the uh, All Shard stuff? I'm just reading that. Yep. No, they don't. Right. So that's that's one saving grace. Then they can't teleport and hit you. (laughs) No,
1: no. They they have to walk across the board. Apart from Makara, who will just trot across the you
0: What's the average? They've got Q5, so they're not exactly slow.
1: No, I mean they're not. They're not. Really slow, but at the same time, yeah, they're not really fast. I think, I think it wouldn't be a good posse to run if I'm honest, because you would people would just stay away from you. You wouldn't
0: want to play it. No, it's 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 one of those you play it once just for chuckles, and then you don't play it again because it ain't funny after that.
1: Yeah, when I'm doing the research for this podcast, I was very tempted because I kept having to look at the device. Very tempted to buy it.
0: um... yeah because you haven't got enough things to hit me with at the minute
1: no more unstoppable killing machines please
0: yes I I, I need to start getting some creations (laughs) I need to to either buy uh, uh, Annabelle Hamilton's set or Byron's set either of those will do me just fine and then creation 7 on the side that'd be fun I
1: think Byron's posse versus a Corcorolli posse would be very interesting
0: Uh, I would like to do that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, that depends how much much, uh, disrupt you can chuck out (laughs) a very quick one if you can chuck disrupt out I can't remember if you can
1: I don't think I can actually I don't think that there's a lot of hazard but not a lot of disrupt i don't think well oh, seems to be fine <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm, sure sure about about
0: I'm just skipping through cards now and yeah i can see hazardous 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 uh brutal parry fatal torrent fatal god
1: yeah there's yeah. there's lots there that's nasty so talking about the uh head of the cork already, we'll touch on the cork as as a whole oh. We've also discussed how they made, and, and there's lots of different faces. We've already mentioned them all, and they're all very similar-looking, sort of plated armor, like a death mask. That's always, yeah. always the same, and then some sort of what
0: always hurt. there is there is one who has a different face, and that's Zane. Zane's face is different to all the others. Oh, really? He's got a little. He's got like a little um, American football style grill across his mouth. I forgot about that. Yes. He's the only one that does for some reason.
1: Mm, well, the only one that does so far. I mean, I imagine there's yeah. probably some more to come. Maybe not, because I mean they are supposed to be limited. So potentially there might not be many more. We see. But I'd imagine we'd see maybe one or two more. And maybe when the salt nut come out in Lost World Exodus. Um, because all of the core are, they have the specialist trait, so a lot of them can be used in yeah. a sultanate force.
0: And nearly all of them have the sultanate uh, badge on them. Yep. Yep. Um, all, I'm looking at the faces; they all have the sultan. Whether or not they're actually from the sultanate originally, who knows?
1: I mean this is pure speculation there's nothing to back it up but I imagine if there's a lot of portals and they build these portals um, to get the ore shard into them that portal technology is fairly um, usable so I imagine just between the two um, fortifications they've got it would just literally just be walk through the portal and you're in Persia yeah. my guess um, but that is just pure guesswork And the last person we need to talk about is Mr. Dylan Callas. Ah, yes,
0: the famous Dylan Callas. We're saying famous Dylan Callas because the first time we realised we'd heard about him was when Opie was released. He was mentioned as the person that put Opie in hospital, uh, essentially. And we're all going, who's Dylan Callas? Who's Dylan Callas? the war cradle team were sitting there giggling to themselves. And all of a sudden we desperately re- and then we realized, you know Dylan Callis is actually mentioned right here in the Wild West Exeter's book, and we all everybody had just it just gone over their head. But he's right there in the original order thing. Hang on, let's find it here. So if you want to read about Dylan Callis, page 105 of the of the rule book, and it it says here. Uh, it is fortunate that in hunting down and destroying enemies, our orthodox of our orthodoxy, we have found allies. After bandits using hex-tainted weaponry we were found to be raiding the city of Erdine on the border of Greece, I dispatched Sicron Dylan, Callus, and his Spiker. Or do you say Spiker or Spicer? Uh,
1: I say Spiker.
0: Spiker, Spiker, Iaptus, Aiep- to cleanse them from the region. Now, I think Iaptus means hunter. It's Latin for hunter, I think. Uh cleanse them from the region. During this action, Callus saved the son of the Ottoman noble, and within the year the Order found sympathetic supporters within the Sultanate. It also mentions a bit further on how uh, Callus's wit and intelligence were were key to getting what they wanted. So that's Dylan Callus. If you want to read more about a bit more about Dylan Callus, at least see what he looks like. Go to the War Cradle Studio blog and it's Diary Entry number 12. Which gives you quite a bit more about uh, Callus, And we get some drawings of him and his posse. And they look great.
1: They really do. Yep, they look really, really good. The picture of Dylan Callus is a guy who's very odd looking. He's got a little bit of cybernetics on him. And he has a gun blade. And it looks like he's also got the um, chain mechanism similar to the corollary in the Vanguard box as well. So yeah. we will have a uh, a drag weapon and potentially his gun sword is going to be usable in combat as well. I don't know if it will be two separate profiles or whether it will just be um, close work. I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see what, how that works. I imagine it will be two different ones.
0: I imagine it will be similar. If you look at uh, Makaras, for example she can use. She has uh, a range. She can use that. The same thing with a ranged one. And a, here it is. So Gideon Lance Unleashed. Gideon Lance Melee. Gladian Lance, not Gideon. Gladian Lance Unleashed, which is her range attack. Gladian Lance Melee. Parry, equal, yep. so Refined. So I reckon that's going to be what what uh, Dylan's rocking.
1: Yeah. And he's kind of a big deal. He's in a lot of the lore. He severely mortally wounded OP. So, um, a single man who can take down a Titanobower is a pretty big deal. <laughs> um, very much looking forward to his posse. We've seen a couple of other things in there. He's got some some hounds, uh, oh, which is interesting. He's, um, he's also got someone who has a falcon.
0: Yeah, um So, we've got the names. I'm looking at the drawings. We have... Rehan stain who has a hailstorm cannon, which is essentially a massive rifle. The one with the bird is called Tonya Mercia. Mercia. Um, wearing a sort of she was sort of wearing a sort of studded cow thing and got a it's called a Helioraptor. The bird, that's what it says on the on the drawing, Helioraptor. Okay. And then we've got Beatrice Kaplan, who's the dog handler. She has a big grippy stick, not dissimilar to what um, Mr. Ears carries, a few bear trap type devices. And then we have two dire lurchers, which are, well, if you've seen the omen, <laughs> they're not dissimilar to that dog. <laughs> These are not good dogs.
1: I'm sure they're lovely dogs.
0: I'm sure they are for their owner. Uh, I certainly would. I certainly wouldn't want to see one of these coming down the street at me on a, on the lead. No,
1: definitely not. They are quite scary looking. Mm-hmm.
0: So you got one with armour and one without. Yep. So the final member of the posse is Jace Torrance, who it says here he's the gunslinger. Uh, so nice, heavily armoured guy face is wrapped up, cybernetics, goggles, just see a little bit of hair and forehead really and his mouth's all wrapped up with bandages. He's got a pretty cool looking laser pistol type thing and what I really like on his other arm, so hang on, I'm just turning myself around, so on his left arm he's got what looks like an extending blade thing strapped, mounted under his forearm, so be would like, come out like a riot button at the bottom for, for stabbing action.
1: Yeah, it says in the picture, retractable, telescopic, solid-state blade. So, it's sort of a Assassin's Creed pops out of his wrist sort of thing. Yeah, only bigger, much, much bigger.
0: Yeah. Uh, it says about the dyers they are specially trained to attack with the taint of the hex, so they can smell it.
1: That's. you can funny. smell the taint.
0: <laughs> you had to go there, didn't you? Yeah
1: well ever since i've learned what that means it just it does amuse me now
0: um, <laughs> to be worries, fair though for those wondering what on earth we're giggling at um the original name for this posse was hunters of the taint but apparently the word taint means something very different in america i'm not going to go into that but it mean you know you want to look up an urban dictionary what that means you go ahead um, <laughs> So I think, I think cool. it's been renamed "Hunters of the Tainted."
1: Yeah, I was just about to say they have renamed it so it says "Hunters of the Tainted" now. So um, yeah, we don't we don't have the um, US guys giggling at tame jokes. Um, yeah, I mean, all of these guys look awesome. It, it's it's one of those boxes that I'm definitely very interested in in getting as soon as it comes out for certain. Hopefully, I mean hopefully this year maybe not but we'll see so so what we will talk about very briefly as well is there is in that blog post something we haven't yet talked about um in these faction deep dives there is a little bit of dystopian wars concept art in there as well
0: yeah and it is very very beautiful And what it implies is very interesting, because because one of the things we've got there is a portal ship. It is a catamaran style ship, uh, and it's, now, Retage class, How, how do you say that do you think? Retage? Retage class, possibly. Uh, it's a catamaran with a massive portal generator, um, yep. which, if you've not seen them, they're what portal generators look like. They're not circles, they're sort of, what, about a third of crescents. a circle?
1: They're crescents, Crescent. I would say is, is the best way to describe them. They're yes. sort of crescents. They're very reminiscent of the piece of arch for the pilot from the original Alien movie they have that sort of crescent and ridges inside that like an indent um, crescents and sort of overlapping armour plates and indents inside them. They're very cool. I really like those designs. Yeah. Um, the idea of
0: portals balls. in a DW conflict that you can sail oh. a ship
1: through that's going to be fun!
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean I'm... originally I was going to go uh, I've now gone to Crown and Imperium for my fleet. So I, w- I was going to go Sultanate, but I don't like the main Sultanate ships, and I don't think, from what, like the understanding of the law, is that because they're not on all-out war, mm. these ships will probably be limited. Like there yeah. won't be many of them available to you. These
0: will be um, support. What? These will be your support squadron. I think the main f- fleet that comes out is the we're going to see first is going to be the human vessels. We're not going to see the coroli ships for quite a while. Now, I have just zoomed in on the portal ship and I'm noticing lovely little details like little Corcaroli masks
1: all over yep. it. Yep.
0: Uh, um, uh, oh my god, this miniature is going to be
1: awesome when it comes out. Yeah, it's going to be a real... Real nice. Painting. This is going to be a resin one, surely. Yeah, I would say so. I'd say both the ships that we've seen are for are going to be resin, I would have thought. Um, mm.
0: okay. That's close up the portal emitter. And then there's the other ship on there is the Corcarolus Destroyer, which it describes as never answering hails, never seen on deck. And essentially, it this has got basically this is corcorollos don't have to be human shaped this one i think is literally a ship-sized Corcaroli. it has got a okay. massive corcorolli face um what looks like a rocket launcher and it's ma- and a small gun so this is your destroyer class Sim so imagine that being similar scale to what we've just seen released for the
1: imperium clap destroyers yep so, are you thinking sentient ship then?
0: I'm thinking sentient ship.
1: Okay, that's interesting. I never even considered that idea. I just assume Corcorole, not interested in what anybody else is doing, they're just going to do their own thing and
0: okay. smash
1: face. Okay, oh, I
0: it's like a, that. it's says here, destroyers are proving to be a boon, boon to the Sultanate naval operations. Though the order usually only spoils a handful of these vessels any given time, it can't long for their influence, and Sultanate provides necessary shipyards and workers to rectify this. Oh no! It had a bit about uh, mysterious and lethal. These silent hunters have no discernible crew on deck and never respond to communications from other Sultanate vessels. That's in small right. You have to look directly below the actual drawing of it. It's in small writing.
1: Yep, that's very interesting. I never considered that's a really, really interesting concept that they put a sentience into a ship to fight. Well, similar to
0: what the uh, well the. The enlightened do it with uh, automatons, but this will yep. be a whole this'll be a whole sentience. Yep. This will outsail yep. an automaton any day of the week.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say this is a like sentience that um, has been around since literally the beginning of time, so Can you imagine being that one?
0: What what shape can I be this year? Am I gonna be a human or oh maybe can be a horse like my car? No, you're gonna be a ship. What? <laughs> Really I've got arms and legs or anything!
1: I've just got a missile mouth. I suppose that's pretty cool. Fair enough.
0: At least have arms! <laughs> have a little <laughs> robot arm! Oh, that has got to be something like that. There's a living brain in there or something. There's got to be something alive in there but wired into it, I think. Because they can only possess a living thing. But that be think, like that. yeah so that's a terrifying concept still doesn't have maybe that's the blessed <laughs> people who get turned into giant ships I don't know
1: yeah like put into sentience into a non-living thing that's mm-hmm. a really bizarre idea because a lot of the other factions have like mechs of some sort so it's possible that maybe that's I mean a Crowley sort of that not really Because they're living creatures, so it would be interesting to have some sort of sentience inside a non-living thing. Maybe. Could be.
0: I don't think I'd want to be it.
1: (laughs) No, definitely not.
0: No. Okay. So that is the little tie-in with Dystopian Wars. We will be covering the Sultanate as a faction later on when we start diving into the DW Factions, but with Sultanate being, we think probably last on the agenda. We'll probably call them last as well when we know more.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll we will be going into them, and we may even have more information on Lost World access stuff as well. Um, depends. I
0: mean, there's yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's one. Apart from Dylan's pop, Dylan's detachment, we haven't seen any Sultanate designs. Lost World Exodus at all?
1: No. Also, it's worth noting that those um, sketches have Wild West Exodus on them, and not Lost World Exodus on them.
0: That's true. I'm just looking at the de- at the uh, Roberto dates his stuff. 2019, these were drawn. Yeah. So, I'm assuming that's Roberto's signature. I'm guessing it is
1: yeah it looks uh, from his Instagram yeah. looks like Roberto yeah. so yeah 2019 so that's two years ago so like I say hopefully this year fingers crossed we've had a lot of nice big surprises for Wild West Exorcist and Lost World Exodus this year so I yeah. got my fingers crossed for um, this year So. I,
0: yeah. I'm thinking we'll see these 2020
1: definitely we'll 2020, 2020.
0: 2020, yeah, 2021. So, we'll, we'll, we'll I'm thinking we'll see these 2021. You see, that? that's the effect of 2020. I've just forgotten the whole I was just about to say 2019 doesn't seem that long ago because I keep like 2020 is just this nah, that didn't happen.
1: No, nothing happened. It was a you know, nothing to see
0: here. Move, <laughs> <laughs> go about your different business.
1: Yeah,
0: if only it was that.
1: Yes, right. So, that's all the characters and the, the ships that we've discussed. So We'll talk a little bit about faction specific rules now. So, the first one is the Light of the All Shard.
0: Which you can find on the characters such as uh, Horst Abner. Has he got it? Has he got it? Yep. Yeah, Horst Abner's only one that's it. got it. Light of the All Shard. So, during its activation, this unit may spend an action point and immediately place a hazard or stun counter condition on a unit within 10 inches he points and goes you're on fire and you are
1: <laughs> yep. great that's pretty good
0: <laughs> that's nasty yeah that's an auto it, hit oh my god it's
1: an auto hit hazard it, it's or quite stun,
0: nasty. which is stun's not great either
1: yeah stun's not good not terrible um i suppose it depends on
0: depends on what you're hitting
1: what you're hitting like if you're in the hands unit i'd just probably say hey on fire, yeah,
0: because they uh, won't survive that. Because the damage happens at the end of the turn, doesn't it?
1: Yep. So, um, but
0: uh, stun condition is nasty as well because there's many abilities that chain up with stun. If they're stunned, you get more horribleness to them. So that's really, really nasty. Yep,
1: it's quite, quite good. Um. And the next one is the Disciple of the All Shard.
0: hmm Okay. This unit may choose to bonus provided on the adventure card during the activation as being plus one action points instead of the actual bonus printed on the card. This It may never be included in a force with a tainted unit. So you can't put it in with, with a, a tainted unit, which with the, with, with the order anyway, that's never an issue because they don't work well with anybody. Um, or well, hardly anybody uh, but the just being able to go mm, I fancy another action point yeah I'll just spend a guts card to do that that's big that's that really is, really big
1: it is a major deal and it's on pretty much every unit that is in the order I believe
0: uh, decide- yeah, is- Makara's got it I think
1: i uh, yeah. have got it
0: yeah, the Candoro oh got it. That's huge. You, you can just be pulling stuff out, and you—you know, they have all got—they've got limit. Th- we're talking limit three units here. Your spiker, uh limit. What are your Spiker limits? Two. Two. Yeah. So you can pull out. You can still pull out quite a bit. Quite a uh, nasty extra boot, boost on there. Yeah. So and- even a, oh, that's. You know, you just can't rely on your enemy getting getting them one no more. you like, ha, you've got a one. you still, still got two. So they're still going to be able to move and shoot.
1: Yeah, and I would say cautiously, I, may, I think some people may disagree with me, but I think the Spiker are probably the best hands unit in the game.
0: They are hands fearsome. Down. Very fearsome.
1: They've got yeah. some good range attacks. They've got some decent... Uh, up close attacks. They've got both massed fire and massed melee. No, they've got mass fire
0: by... and combine combine fire.
1: Yeah, so they can up that piercing pretty high. Yeah, and and you know they so you... can deal with everything that you throw at them. If you've got something with a high grit and tough and things like that, you can. They can just yeah get the, relic,
0: get the relic rifle out and start adding. uh uh, let's have a look. Combine fire, as, as we all know this rule by now. But choose to use this rule instead of mass fire. When the unit makes a shoot action, each model may choose to forgo its own aim check and instead add plus one to another model in the unit's aim attribute or minus one to another model in the piercing value. So you can either up the aim to make sure they hit. They na- they have an aim of five, so that's not bad to start with. Yeah. Okay, And you can mix and mat I think that says each model may choose so
1: yeah. so you could choose one model to go up in the aim one up to go in the piercing but you'd have to sort of math out what you think is the best so you can get that maths up to make someone metal so you're definitely going to hit them make them metal the um save if they fail it and then in the yeah. next one up that piercing so they're definitely going to fail it Um it's just getting the right balance of getting
0: yeah, the right yeah um yeah the rifle's got our ra too but yeah you've got to again split units with yeah. who's shooting who's not shooting etc etc but of course you can always mass fire them with the blaster pistol revolver fan that mm-hmm. um and also you're doubling the amount of shots you're taking it's nasty
1: yeah they such a good unit i would um I think
0: they're hard to kill they've got disciplined yep. they've no gas weapons they've got that disciple of the old shard thing yeah you're just gonna struggle killing these guys
1: yeah uh, and they're not they're not ridiculously expensive either um, no. I mean, not cheap compared to like the greys and, and no uh, and stuff but they're they're worth it they're definitely yep. worth it um the next one is Core Corollis, the the rule everybody loves, which mm-hmm. essentially means they ignore most conditions. I think all conditions if I remember rightly.
0: Stun it says stunned and disorder do not cause attribute penalties, although they still count as having the condition. That's important when you're trying to get met, to get them to metal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even though they aren't taking the hits to their limit and so on, they still, they still have metal and still can't metal again while they are stunned or disordered. Hazard Condition has no effect on it at all. If applied, it's immediately removed, so you can't set them on fire, because they're essentially metal suits armour. Furthermore, the war ignores two points of piercing when taking grits, unless they are blast or attuned. Which means it only avoids one point of piercing. So that's still hard to kill. Uh, this is this is one of the reasons the soul hunters exist because they a lot of them have the attuned, and you can focus and you can focus it. The problem is, of course, there's only so many soul hunters, and corollas can actually outnumber you. Yeah. Um, and you still need to uh, get through their metal.
1: Yes, and they've you. got a, a most of them have got grit of six instead of.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at grit six here. I'm looking at harm grit yeah. six. So, uh, and they've got dying breath. Yes, so even if you kill them, they still shoot you. <laughs> you
1: know? and, and some of them have got counter strike as well. So, yeah, like yeah. if you hit them, they, they hit you back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, I think
0: like in the 18 where they punch BA in the face and he just goes, mm, Punch. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and the final one is the Blessing of the All Shard, which is on the All Shard portals. So it's a well,
0: not- This is the rule opponents love to hate. The Blessing of the All Shard can turn an already difficult to kill uh, force into damn near impossible. Yeah. Um, Blessings of the All Shard. When the unit is in the player, so this comes off the portal itself. When the unit is in the play area, units with the uh, the spiker blessed, so there's a reference to the blessed, or Corcoroli traits within five inches of any portal models, but not totems, this or prep. It has to be a portal. Can make a mind check if they are declared as the initial target. If passed, they remove any single negative condition of their choice. If failed, the condition remains as normal. Units in reserve with the Corcoroli steer. Asteria or spirit traits may spend a fortune point during their activation to immediately pass a reserve check and drop out the portal whenever you please. Uh, the summoned unit may be deployed in base contact with the model and is able to activate as normal this turn, though still cancels making return. So, normally, you bring people out of reserve, they don't get to do much. These guys pop out of the portal and are wrecking your face straight away, but the fact that they can just lose by passing a mind check which most of them will because they've all got high mind lose their negative conditions means it's almost damn near impossible to kill one of them if they're sitting near a portal because they can just go okay lost me desert so i can metal again and i can metal again every time you target them you can metal again so the only way to get it is not declare them as initial target which means grenade weapons do that because they don't Oh, you can target someone else and then hope no. to the scatter torrent weapons. No, you're still got the you're still the initial target, but you can catch them by being having somebody else be the initial target and catching them under the template. Mm-hmm. But that's about the only way. About it. You just your only hope is to destroy the target the portals and destroy them.
1: And they're grit eight.
0: And they're grit eight. That ain't easy to kill. No. So you can yeah. waste a lot of firepower trying to kill the portal. Could you have killed the? Could you have gone? So sheer weight of dice. If they're sitting on a portal, the only thing that's going to save you is sheer weight of dice until they just can't. Me- in one turn, you need to roll as many dice as you can. Yeah. I swear, I'm bringing my son next time you bring those out. I'm just like, bro, just roll those. Just roll them. Roll, roll, <laughs> eat Gat cannon. Get out of that. <laughs>
1: my I wish. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, I, I parked a um, unit of coroli Nick's cohort right next to a portal in one of my games, and Are they, Nix the ones with
0: the cannons? Or the web, yeah, or the web? they're
1: the one with the cannons. 15-inch, rate of fire two cannons, with piercing three. And there's three of them. <laughs> yeah, and there's three of them. They've got an aim of five, and because I wasn't planning on, like, they were right next to the objective... I I, sent, I essentially I was planted them there and I just I didn't move them. I put them on uh, lookout and anybody that came because a lot of stuff is 12 inches or less and I was like you it's come to, to me <laughs> you come to me and see what happens and like any condition that was on me I just took a mind check, got rid of it and then blasted back with the like <laughs> piercing three Rate Shot, of fire two yeah. cannons like six six dice. Um, rate of fire two, and I think they had um, brutal on them as well on a crit. And I remember getting a crit one, just wiping an entire a...
0: entire
1: group of faces out in in a turn because they they just tried They're to. They do indeed
0: brutal on a crit. They are special refined, so they get the bru- they get that they get that brutal on a. On a nine or a ten. Mm-hmm. Ouch. That's just going to be nasty.
1: Yep, they are. They were horrible to deal with. I didn't do it again because I felt really bad about it afterwards. So I didn't put them on it again. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I killed you. <laughs> in the third game, I kind of wish that I had done because I, I, did, I did lose them very quickly. Um, I think the guy I played sort of uh, had hurt
0: and uh, what, have you, learned, what have you learned about that in tournaments mercy is um, the weak yeah <laughs> in tournaments
1: but it's my problem these
0: people are not your friends <laughs> um,
1: is i have two problems with tournaments i always feel a little bit bad if i table somebody or if i like do something thinking i'm like oh that really real but the other person didn't really have much chance oh that's a bit bad and my other problem is I always go for the fun option over the smart option, which in a tournament is not the thing to be doing. Um, you should I always disagree. go I, for would, the... I
0: would rather play fun than uh, min-maxing for me. It's all about the fun for me. I don't care if I... I don't, you know, I don't care if I lose. Uh, right. But yeah, I, I do get what you mean. You, you, you pull a move off and you think, okay, I feel bad about that, but yeah. at the end of the day, you are in a tournament to win... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I know that's the purpose, really, of the tournaments. I generally go to tournaments just to play games against people I've not played before. Generally, I think that's, that's probably me. what
0: I would. I, the attitude I would take. I, you know, I've, I have entered very few tournaments in any game of my time, so um, because I'm never around when one happens. Uh, but yeah, I, I just want to play for fun. Um, if you win, great. If I don't win, fine. But you, yep. yeah, if you're good, there is that thing though. If you're gonna put at the end of the day, if you're gonna play in tournaments, you've got to be merciless. If you want to win it, you've got to be merciless. Yep. Or you can take the fun option and go, let's have some fun with this and see what happens. Let's not be the smart thing and sit my Corcoroli next to their next to their portal. Let's One of
1: my favorite ever games I've played wasn't Wild West Exodus. It was a game called. Beyond the Gates of Antares and I played in a tournament, and I played against a guy, and we had like a proper full-on down to the last guy battle, and we went backwards and forwards constantly. In the last turn, I had two choices: I could either go for the draw, or I could go for the like the victory. The victory would have been something like if I'd have rolled. I think I'd need needed to roll like a a nine, a nine or more on two dice. Yeah, and I just needed one, and I would have took this guy out of where he was, and i have. Was on a
0: D10 or a D20?
1: Uh, on a D10. <laughs> and, and or I could have just said, "I will halt," and call it. We'll call it a draw. And I was just like, I can't not because we'd had such an epic fight I can't not just go "Uh, I'll take the draw I'll I'll take the points it's not not role playing is it I've I've got to go for it I've got to try it and I didn't get it and I was like oh man but then because I'd the risk was that if I'd attempted and failed he got to hit me back and he didn't fail
0: Yeah.
1: so So he took the
0: risk and he won but yeah. at the end of the day that's a better game
1: and at the end of the day it was a much better story as well and it was much more fun it was a much much better game um, it's still one of my favourite games I've ever played uh, yeah. just because it I was get, so I get that close. totally
0: it's like that dinosaur game we played with play I could have easily just moved Helena out the way Yeah, she she has the um, fight or flight uh, but I thought no let's see what happens if the dinosaur gets her ah she's been eaten that's excellent
1: Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it is just fun to just like go for it and, and if you fail it's still a good story mm. um, it's, it doesn't matter if you fail like, nothing's going to change you're not going to sort of be booed on the street if you fail at a game yeah, right. it's 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 just fun you might as well just go for it uh, I've kind of wandered off topic a little bit no but well,
0: I think, that's, I, think that's, I think that makes a good story and I think that we definitely should
1: keep this in yes I, I will keep this in for certain um
0: where were we? So corker up. So yeah, all Bless shard him, all shard portals are horrible and we hate them all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the or, shard. All shard portals are amazing. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> so not take any in your uh, posse.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So same as last week top 3 models sam
0: so my top 3 models and this is purely based on awesome modeling this. first of all i'm just going to take the spiker they are for my for my mind outside of my beloved uh, enlightened zomb- dead death zombies they are the best looking models for hands there is they are everything you want from a wild weird wild west wild west game They've got the wide brim hats. They've got the cool armor. They've got laser guns. These are cool models. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I remember you said you hated painting them because they're so detailed.
1: They (laughs) are. They
0: are so cool to look at.
1: Immensely detailed. And, like, because of the scheme I've gone for, I've gone for a very neutral tone scheme. Yeah. Like,
0: Uh, light browns and. yeah, Yeah, I
1: did the. Like, the beiges, the. Armor and like the upper part, uh, the, the lower parts of clothing on the on the biker. So a little bit of brown off one of the straps onto the lighter clothing, and I had to go back and, and retouch that. And then if that goes onto the brown strap, I've got to retouch that. And it is just it was like sometimes it was just.
0: I know you're a but sometimes that is too, <laughs> that must drive you crack. Me, I'm just like, yeah, I'll do. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I, I drove like I, I I'd finished them and I, I I'd sort of done them and I was like, I can't do that anymore to these guys. And then I took a photo and I looked at the photo and I was just like,
0: no, no,
1: I can't leave them like that. They that they, they need something extra. And I can't remember. I think I did some more dry brushing or something like that. I did something extra. And then I took a photo again and I was like, actually, that has done them the world of good. That looks lots better now. They look the part now. Um, and the same with all hands units. Mm. like They're a little bit fiddly to put together, some of them. Like the hats going onto the heads. Um, like if you push down a little bit too hard and it's not on properly, they across the room. Um, yeah,
0: the face splits off because they've got multiple
1: heads. Yeah. Um, they were they were a little bit tricky to put together, but they were worth it in the end. Like I'm really happy with how they look now.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean about photo. I think I've done a good job. Then take a photo of them once the flash goes off. You suddenly look, you're like, oh, there's a patch there I've missed, and the, oh yeah, I can see that join, and oh god.
1: It's uh, a tip that I got from a video was if you think you finished the bottle, take a photo of it because as soon as you take a photo of it and you look at it on your screen, you're like, oh. I've actually missed so many pieces on this model. I need to finish it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so. have to make yourself feel
0: much much worse about your painting. <laughs> Thank you yeah, very much.
1: sometimes it, I, I do think, oh crap! I, I thought it was really good, and I took a photo, and it looks terrible. Yeah, I
0: I, I, I take photos, and I feel like crud. What was I thinking?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's... I don't.
0: Uh, but then again, I'm 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 not the perfectionist that you are, so I get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so I've said the spiker. Yep. Uh, my next one, I'm going to go with Makara because Centaur, big spear. It's, what, what, what's that looks what's like? Yep.
1: <laughs> that is, that, that's a standout
0: model there. What base is she sitting on? Is she XL or? I
1: think she's. I think she's a large. Don't oh, me medium oval.
0: So... Medium oval. Really? She's on a same base. Oh, she's an
1: oval base. Oh,
0: interesting. This same as uh, an Inceptor or a. Or a uh,
1: yeah, uh, Outrider. Yep, are, it's a very dynamic pose as well.
0: Yeah, right. sort of oh, rearing up, leaping off the floor. Very small contact point for the base, mm. but all sorts of one, one, it's one thing. But it's a single contact point. Yep. And my third one, just purely for pose. It's uh, Zane. i forgot I was for minute, I could not remember his name. Two reasons I like Zane. One, he's got the mouth grill going on, which makes him stand out from the other coroli. Mm-hmm. And secondly, his model pose, um, he's got a bit of uh, base detail. He's got his double sword thing stabbed into the back, and I had to ask this today what it was. because The pictures on the shop's website couldn't clearly make out what it was he killed. Uh, it's actually a grey, yep. stuck in the back of his neck, yep. <laughs> quite vicious, and he's shooting his pistol off in a very cool pose. So there's my three, Zane, because
1: I just like the poses. Yep, they're all pretty good picks. Um, Makara would, was definitely almost top three for me. So my top three, uh, first up is, uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing this all well, right, is Valana. She is a cork rollie. She's got like a stave and she's got a hood and she's got a very... It was like warrior monk style pose sort of staff behind her slightly hand out in front palm facing forwards she she definitely looks like she's going to kick somebody's ass I really like I really like all the Corcorroly it's one of the things that's really drawn me to the faction of the order and having painted them now and because and, I had like a in my head I had a, a really solid idea of how I wanted them to look when they were done and I'm really really happy with how they've turned out and I want to at some point get that Divine Intervention posse and paint her. I'm assuming it's her. Valana sounds it, female. Valana
0: L- is a female, yes.
1: Yeah, she just looks really cool. I, I really like the pose. Really like Corcaroli overall, but she's probably my favourite of all of them. And
0: Second. Which, which pack is she in? Is she in Divine uh,
1: Intervention? She's Divine Intervention. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, and Oren is it Zane and Orin they're on their own in a pack together
0: Zane and Orin are in a uh, bonus pack you buy separately
1: yeah and everybody else in North
0: and Noth and yep. Katarn are uh, Portal Vanguard
1: yeah yeah they're they're both really nice um, I almost picked North, but, but Valana just has it Just I really like the pose they very sort of poised but also like that same as Last time, when I said you know that sort of poised, very quiet but also very deadly-looking pose, I, I yes. really like it. I'm, I'm looking. Uh,
0: at, I've got it now. Found. We found now. Now you know which one it is. I know which one to look at. But yeah, that is a
1: wickedly
0: restrained, graceful. It's very yes. graceful. Yeah, that's. She's a hulking great, but well, she must be about eight foot tall in, re- yeah. in real terms. She looked incredibly graceful with the. Uh, a staff behind, her like that, and holding out a hand.
1: Yep. Yeah. So my second pick is the tumbler, which is basically a monowheel bike. It's you know it's a concept that a lot I've seen a lot of. Um, the old Skaven doom wheel was very similar, sort of a single wheel with some, somebody inside. Uh, I've always that liked that aesthetic, uh, and I think the tumbler does a really good job of. Like this high technology, fast, deadly-looking vehicle.
0: Yeah, Uh, it's just really nice. What I like about it, it actually looks like it'll work.
1: Yep, you
0: you genuinely can. In fact, there are there is actually a real mono. There are real mono bikes out there. You can see them on YouTube. People have actually built these things, and it's not too much of a stretch imagination. imagine strapping guns to it like it is.
1: No, it, it definitely looks like it could work. It it's really nicely done it fits him even though it's it's odd it still fits him in the aesthetic of the rest of the order and I like the little pilot guy as well I kind of wish they'd had more head options so if you yeah you can have
0: one, more more than one that would be nice yeah. you know to swap his face around so you've got maybe a masked version or not
1: I'm kind of hoping I'll talk about this sort of in a few minutes but I'm really hoping that when they redo Vehicles in plastic, which was the plan War Cradle had when they had the that that will be an option like more heads. I'm not really bothered about whether it's the same sort of pose, whether he's holding a pistol out or anything like that. I'm not really bothered about that. But a different, a couple of different head options just to make them a bit more variable. So if you have more than one on the table, they don't all look exactly the same. Yeah. Third and final model is Alita Nora. Um, legendary, I assume? Yes, legendary. Alita Nora, I should have said that. She she just looks awesome. And like I said, it, I don't think the photos do her justice. She just conveys that sort of seismic staff pummeling in the ground and rock and smoke and stuff flying everywhere. And she just looks. She looks a little bit Arranged in the face and like smashing her foes is is bringing a great joy it's just a lovely lovely mob, and it went together so nice i was really worried it'd be tricky to put together but it went together really nicely and painting it again i'm not <sighs> one of my problems is i don't enjoy painting humans and i was worried when i picked up the order i wouldn't be able to do them justice and when I first did, my original Alita, she didn't turn out quite how I planned. She didn't look quite right. I don't know why. And even now, when I look at her, I'm like, mm, she still doesn't look quite right. But Legendary, I, I was so happy with how she came out. She just, she looked how I sort of, in my mind's eye, had, had pictured her when she was done. So, very nice model.
0: Okay, so that's our top threes for these, for this faction.
1: So, future releases, we've already covered the Hunters of Taint. Don't really need to go over those guys again. However, talking of vehicles coming out in plastic, we do have the Spear of Light and the uh, the Pillar of Light, which Stuart has said they are redoing them. I'm assuming in plastic now, maybe the Pillar's still in resin, but I doubt it because it's so big and their their aesthetics will be tweaked ever so slightly. They're not changing the look. I'm imagining it's going to be the same as Eiffel and Legendary Tesla where they just
0: tweak scale tweak scale
1: add yeah. bits and that's the only thing other than the the Tainted we really know and obviously the Dystopian Wars ships but again we've already really talked about those but yeah the, the redoing the vehicle is very interesting because I really like the both of those yeah, it's a shame the
0: definitely a cool looking bike mm, it's very um, cool. it's twin split front wheel and it's bat wheel twin split, so it's actually it's actually a quad because it's actually got yeah. four wheels, but it's arranged like a motorcycle with the spiker riding it. Looks really cool. Um, it's still available. the old the original is still available. Should you want it? Yes, but uh, yeah, like, <laughs> the, the thing is, you want more than one. <laughs> I think yeah, obviously. Um,
1: yeah, it, it's quite expensive. The Pillar light probably not more than one, but I just. I think Warcradle have done a really good job with Eiffel and in Just making those proportions a bit better and making the, the model a bit better. So I'd rather have the updated version. I can wait, I don't really need... I did build a list in 1.8 with the Spiker and it was very Spiker centric where I had three tumblers, three Spear of Lights and a pillar of light for transport and horse Abner because he can help the spiker do certain things and, and get out of reserves and stuff like that and it's quite there was quite a lot of bodies in it and with three three of both types of vehicle as well um I think I think if I remember right the spear of light had it some sort of if there's more than one of them like they could combine fire or something like that it made me just remembering but I remember there's a reason I was like I'm gonna take three of these because it'd be awesome I think it's. I haven't put it together again since 1.8, so I'm not sure if it's still because obviously it was 1,500 the standard game size then. Now it's 1,200, so I'm not sure if it's still going to be as potent or, or legal anymore.
0: Well, I can tell you a spear light costs you 80 points per model. Mm,
1: I don't know if that sounds the same or not. I can't remember. Yeah. I remember writing it all down. I
0: tell you, like I do not see a hailstorm cannon coming at me.
1: No, they're nasty. They yeah. have um, the... No, no, don't worry. The, I, I was remembering one of the, the weapons has uh, Hazardous on it.
0: Uh, the Pedder Light has Hazardous on yep. its uh, Revelator. Heveli- hazardous Blast Heavy Brutal and yep. Fatal. Well, the Heavy doesn't count because it's a blooming vehicle. So, oh my god, you're getting brutal every time. Hazardous and blast. Yep. Ouch, 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 ouch.
1: And it's like Grit 9 or...? Grit 8. Grit 8. It's a transport, so you can like roll your spiker up the field, put them in some mm. nice cover or in a building or whatever.
0: And it's got the war machine, so it can fight... Oh, oh that doesn't really apply, because it's only got the one
1: weapon anyway. Yep.
0: Yep. The... I'm looking at what you can get from the uh, spears uh, the blaster pistol, the hailstorm cannons but no it, you don't get a choice about what you're shooting there but of course you can probably shoot the hailstorm cannon off and then if you want to blast a pistol somebody if you got that close up to them
1: if there's anything left Yes. yeah so that's, uh, that's definitely coming eventually soon TM so all right, so hypotheticals and potential ideas. Have you got anything you want to throw out there?
0: Uh, I've got an idea that is sort of a crossover with Watchers and the history of the Order. In the history of the Order, they mention a race that they encountered before they came to Earth called the Chain, who were a crystalline species. Um... That's all it says about them, that they are a, a crystallized species. And they thought it would be very useful for them, but it didn't work. And, and again, they had to burn the earth and come on. Now, the fact they call them crystalline species, there's a crystalline species within the Watchers. We haven't seen them yet, but they are the indigo clade, also described as crystalline. This is purely based on fairy farts and the concept of Chekhov's gun, which is if you mention something like that in a plot line, it must have significance. We have two alien races that are both mentioned as crystalline. My theory is possibly they are the same race. Um, people have now go well. Hang on a minute. If, if, if the giant homeworld got glassed, how come some of them in the war- or in the orb in the watches? My theory is thus: um, a crystalline species would not require oxygen. It would be a space-based species. So I'm imagining maybe there's a giant comment of this stuff passing through various systems, bits of it break off, smash into Earth, and a crystalline species spreads out in the way that crystals grow. If you've ever grown crystals with those kits you get at home, how crystals grow and they spread. So there's the main comet going through and outcrops of these turn upon planets. So maybe the chine that the Order and Hex encountered was one of those outcrops, but somewhere along the line, maybe another outcrop of it got, or maybe even the main comet itself, has been brought into the Watchers and been renamed the Indigo Clade. Um, they are described as architects and engineers, I think, in the in the uh, Watchers Watchers thing. But literally, it's just a couple of lines. So that's my theory that the Indigo Clade and the Chine that previously encountered by the Order are one and the same. Not, not a theory, but it's an interesting one. Again, it kind based of on Chekhov's gun.
1: Fits in with a theory that I've had and it's essentially that if the All is is timeless, it, it can go back in time, it can you know, do all these things. If the Watchers are a quote-unquote threat to them, if they see them as somebody they need to be keeping an eye on, as the old saying goes, they keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. If they could infiltrate somebody like maybe the China, maybe like another completely different alien race, and have them have that religion grow within their society, and have you know some people just keeping an eye out for the wa- uh, for the order in the Watchers' Council without overtly outing themselves. I think it would be really interesting to have like a zealot clade uh, or a a zealot race that has a lot of all shard order presence within them but they haven't gone to that phase 6 yet or they may not even be intending to go to that phase 6, their intention is literally just to keep an eye on the watchers, what are they doing we need to know what they are up to because they could be a problem at some point.
0: I like that. Yeah, um, the idea that the uh, infiltrators start infiltrating and then maybe become true believers. Yep, <laughs> it's, it it definitely fits. Um, we, we suspect that the the Watchers can be uh, influenced by the hex. We in fact we've seen that in the in their history that they are influenced by the hex in the early stages. We also have the uh, the night the. Cerulean nightmares, which are clearly heck been influenced by the hex as well. So why not be influenced by the other side?
1: Yep. Can you imagine something like a corcoly uh, magenta, or or something? Ah! Like, you know? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Just just combine both my worst nightmares on one!
1: Thanks for oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just that, I just really like that idea of the zealot, you know, devoted to the All shard faction, but without being overtly um, out there. Any other theories?
0: Uh, other than um, if, well, if the boat can be a Corcoroli, what else can be a cork-a-rolli? Um yeah. Maybe the Pillar of Light doesn't actually have a pilot. Oh, that's very interesting. I like that. Let's look at the picture of it. Like, oh, yeah, there is a cockpit on that. If you look on the actual model, there's a very obvious cockpit above the ram okay. and a hatch. So maybe that's not automated it's
1: a shame, that would have
0: been a great theory Yeah. congratulations, you're a tank woohoo (laughs) jackpot
1: yep, you don't get much better than that it's better than being a a shit
0: yeah Uh, I get seasick
1: (laughs) (laughs) never liked the ocean anything you'd like to see model wise
0: I'd like to see them bringing in... Well, I suppose we'll see it when The Lost World comes out. The actual so non, non-Spiker human troops from the Sultanate. So we'd see a much more Middle East feel to their design, which will be definitely artistically very pleasing, I think. Other thing, I mean, obviously I want to see Dylan Callis's team turn up. But they're just two teams of Spiker. There must be other specialist teams of Spiker out
1: there definitely
0: yeah so you might have a spiker team that's specialist in defense for example the bastion guards for the things like that so they'd be very very good at defending digging in and defending somewhere for example that might be a might be something we see in future
1: yeah I would very much like to see some some more coroli that have retained certain things like if they have like a specific weapon maybe like an alien weapon or like something a little bit different same as Makara, just a little subversion of, of the core like with, with the face mask is slightly different just like a different weapon or um, a different different style of armor maybe slightly mm. I'm not sure.
0: Just on the old, like like I was saying, Makara has pulled in uh, her her form from an older form that she's used
1: that she's attached to. Just like if if (laughs) that Corcurili was attached to a certain weapon, like a a a gun that they've had to manufacture specifically for that Corcurili, or a sword or blade or something they've had to manufacture specifically for that Corcurili, they would have to. uh, I'd imagine them as a posse leader or a a leader of a, a detachment. Uh, Mm that would be quite interesting what else would I like to see from the order Uh, I think it'd be very much interesting to see the other divisions like the uh, what were they called the blessed blessed, like what they're gonna entail like you say more divisions of the speaker like the Australia which is the portal guys (laughs) spiker
0: can I have a siren for that I say I say boats you say speaker (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I have no idea what I said. I wrote that. Family fortunes. Bet. Let's try that again. And let's remember again what I said.
0: No, I want you to leave it in. I want. I, I want your shame out there.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, you say zealot wrong. Zealot. 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 <laughs> Zealots. Yeah. Zealots, you see. Uh, you yeah. say ze- You're saying zealot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> zealot. Zealot. <laughs> yeah no that makes perfect sense um, I've completely lost track of what I'm saying now spiker maybe. slash speaker slash zealot um, yeah different that's it different sections of the the spiker what else would be in there
0: hmm. maybe maybe we, we as we said we think Horst is secretly planning to try and stop the apocalypse he would be. You can't do that on your own. He's got to have gathered a few lieutenants who think the same way he does.
1: Wouldn't it be? Oh, I don't know if this is possible. But be very interesting if it was possible. A smaller one of the Phase Six portals that was weaponized.
0: Uh, well, I think I think the uh, the ones they used to create the. I'm not, I'm not sure you can open a sun... A, I don't think there's any definition of a small opening to the sun.
1: That, that That's my thought, but it doesn't have to open... <laughs> that's,
0: a, that's an all or nothing thing. <laughs> opening
1: to the sun, it can open somewhere else, like Ooh. to a black hole or, or to yeah. uh, a meteor shower or to... Any,
0: anything horrible, yes.
1: Yeah, like I could think of quite a few things, uh, especially a black hole. Just open it for a flash of a second and um, implode your enemy instantly. Uh, that'd be quite nasty.
0: Yeah, I was thinking, what's the, what the not the uh, the uh, revelation gates? The act, uh, not what did you call it? The
1: apothic arch.
0: Yeah, apothic arch. I reckon they can weaponize that.
1: Mm. Yeah, if it burns a conscious out of somebody, if you just shove them through it. But I'm I'm more thinking that this is very similar to. Like the artillery for the other factions, mm-hmm. some sort of just a portal you put down somewhere and it just fires something nasty out. But I'm not sure how,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know how. But that'd be quite cool to see.
0: That would be quite cool to see. Again, these these are these are merely fevered dreams from our imaginations. <laughs> no standing. what in Warcradle are actually planning to do with this stuff?
1: Although, if I do see it now, in four years' time, I'll be like, ah, uh-huh. ah yeah. That was definitely my idea, and nobody else thought of that before me, apart from... Okay,
0: I'm, I'm still holding hope for my China ch- ch- China Indigo crossover idea. You were uh, just going to shoot you down. It's just going to be a post on this. No, sorry, you're, ch- you're way off.
1: <laughs> it's just a pure coincidence. It's a yes. very big galaxy.
0: <laughs> Damn it. The Chekhov's gun. You could have picked any word to describe two species. You went with crystalline for two.
1: <laughs> it's uh, like I say, it, one might be green crystals, one might be blue crystals. You don't know anything about how they are formed or coloured or anything. Could just be pure I'm guessing one of them indigo coloured. That's true. But then again, the umbers are kind of brown, so. It's maybe. all in the
0: paint job. It depends on which where, where you splodge your brush.
1: That's very true. If you knock your new oil over the uh, desk or not, you have to mop it up with a scarab. Um, and I think I think that's it. I haven't got any more hypotheticals. No, or I got uh, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing cool. anymore. All right, we'll move on to the next section then.
0: Pages of the Interbellum Illuminator, the latest field intel. The latest news from the War Cradle Studios is the release of not one, not two, but three Dystopian Wars releases this month, which is Bonanza Month for Dystopian Wars. Um, the big news is the Battlefleet Constitution, which is the uh Union first Union fleet we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um which is they are again great looking. Um I, lots of lovely little details on there. My personal favorite detail on there is the uh guns on them all have a revolver style chamber behind them. So they look like giant six guns. Um we saw these yeah. a, a photo this Today, released of the of the main battleship with a missile launch on it, which again looks like a revolver chamber, which yep. I think is just a cracking little detail. Yeah, um, they are great ships. So we've got the so we've got the the old paddleboat steamer type look. So they pulled that Mississippi boat steamer and turned it into a warship look. Yeah, um, this like thing with guns down the, the broadside are all little mini Gatling cannons. Which looks again really nice,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the I think I think the biggest news is this set actually comes with two extra models over the others. It's got the two Akron observers, which have rules. If you're if you've got one of those attached to your fleet, you get better shooting, better long range shooting. Um, which is a nasty rule. Looking at looking at how that's going to work in practice, that's going to be like, yeah, that's going to hurt. So you're going to get some very long range bombardments.
1: Yeah, it's certainly worth sort of noting that now we've got like the full spread of pictures for the the, the ships. Mm-hmm. Is there are no aft weaponry for any of mm-hmm. the ships? Well,
0: they have the small though. They have their the as the the cruisers are following the standard pattern of long bow, short bow, long stern, short stern. That if you have the long stern, there is a small gun mounted to stern, um, but not. You're right, their main firepower is forward-facing.
1: Yep, you get double guns at the front instead of one large gun at the front and another large gun at the back, which is sort of what's happened with the, the bigger cruisers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the Imperium have both got double front guns, actually, now thinking about it. So it's not...
0: Some of the Imperium battleships have a massive gun on the back. Yeah. Um, but, the Constitu- but the Americans are all about forward-facing firepower, face your enemy and shoot.
1: Yeah, and the, like you say, those Akron observers are going to make that even more potent because they're going to have a long range.
0: So you've got a Constitution-class battleship, which is probably going to be buildable in two ways. If you look at the Orbat, there is an, as another build. You probably can build it in one of two ways. Constitution, you can probably build it as one of the main ships. You've got the Frigate with the very nice looking, the rear paddle wheels, uh, rear side mounted paddle wheels and the double gun at the front, which looks very nice. And then you've got the four different classes of cruiser. So you've got the Intrepid, the Lexington, which I think is their heaviest version. Yeah, the Lexington is the heavy version. The Reliant and the Yorktown kind of because of the way the, with the front gun is, so you've either got two turrets on the front or one turret and either the small turret on the back or no small turret on the back so slight different take on the cruiser on the regular cruisers we've seen so far for example like um, the commonwealth commonwealth use uh, it's a different take on their idea of light fast and uh, heavy cruisers medium cruisers they look great um, yep. I desperately want them. Uh, again, with, with as with ever with me, it's finances, and if I have some spare money, I might get them. But they uh, go added to the list of fleets I now want, which is long. My also- son, one, I thought he'd want them as well. He's umming and ahhing about it. I think he wants to go crown at the minute. Hmm. So, I have tried telling him that you want crown, and he's doesn't, funny enough, doesn't give a damn what you want. No. <laughs> yes. So, I might have to hold out for the crown for him because i would like these very much but i i did promise myself that i would go empire and uh when i've got some money i probably will get myself a Ning Jing.
1: very nice i've just noticed on the constitution class battleship there mm. seems to be a generator yes on the, the uh the bridge yeah
0: constitution battleship internal shield generator on special rules Yep. Yeah. It's also got its own version of Give Them Hell. So if you shoot it, it's shooting back. Yep. Nice, <laughs> that's really the, nice. That's on the Union Battle Fleet Special Rules. Uh, very nice. Yeah, there's Give Them Hell. The big guns of the Union are famed for their devastating barrages. A unit may make a special operations action or give it the Give Them Hell. All weapons of the gunnery special rule in the unit gain the devastating quality. Oh, it's not the same as the. Uh, well, Wessex does Give Them Hell then. Uh, all unit weapons in the Gunnery Special Rule gain the devastating quality for the duration of its activation. At the end of each activation, each model in the unit gains a disorder condition. So you can blow the, the producers out of it, but you're disordered afterwards.
1: That's deep. Yeah.
0: So Yeah. there is. So, yes, it does have an internal shield generator, uh, USS Constitution. And the named... There was a named version, but it's not on this version. So, yeah, so there's the constitution. Which, yes, you're right. It does indeed have a its own own internal shield generator. That's good. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm looking at the old one because this doesn't have all the different classes of uh, thing on it. Okay.
1: So, so, other releases. We've got the Descartes Battlefleet set coming.
0: Yeah, which is... Which... Most of the enlightened half of the two player box set, minus the Hypathia, which I think is gonna have its own battle fleet with some more interesting stuff in.
1: Yep, our our two battleship theory from last time. Is completely been, debunked.
0: It's been blown out of the water. <laughs> oh, no. Well, wow, it was worth it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, we, lost, we lost that through. But yes, this, the teaser image definitely showed two battleships in the teaser image, but mm-hmm. only one is on the uh, actual set that's being released.
1: Yeah. It's pretty much the sprues you get and yeah. the battleship from the two player starship um, yeah.
0: ship. So if you fancy yourself players. having another discard and wanting yet more whale fun. Go ahead. However, I do recommend reading the blurb on the box because it does talk a bit, a bit more about the relationship between the Feister constructs and the Enlightened. And it does paint it in a more uh, positive light. It's not like they're just zombifying whales, left, right and centre. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it is uh, a little more um,
0: yes. humane. Yes, sort of. I'm, 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 I'm sure humane is the right word I'd be using, uh, using for uh let's see okay discoveries in bionics have enabled peers in that field to influence the behavior of a number of intelligent animals such as apes birds whales and dolphins the creation of feister constructs Feiseta, feister uh from sperm whales is by far the largest of these undertakings usually employed as scouts or observers bringing advance warning of approaching enemies alternatively once suitably equipped with a variety of weaponry they have be encouraged to make coordinated ambushes against targets during a battle, the Feister constructs are mainly deployed from control ships as the Discartes. These large battleship-sized vessels boast advanced weaponry and crewed by de- dedicated nautical engineers to further the cause of science.
1: A little bit less nasty than zombie whales, the yes. cyborg whales.
0: Cyborg whales, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm still not 100% convinced they were they were uh, entirely entirely compliant on that to start with.
1: No, no, it, but it's um, something that's been done a lot. In history, hasn't it? Like dolphins and um, whales. Been... Yes,
0: we've, tra- we've trained dolphins to clear mines and stuff like that. Yeah, an uh, alarming development in its own right. There, I think, to be honest, the fact that we yep. managed to do that. I yep. be a good idea. Scary,
1: but historically accurate. <laughs> uh, so the last thing is the Imperian support squadrons, which we kind of expected. It's not news um, it's the same stuff you got in the, off box, the half box which piece. I have built and primed um, it's really painted it's on my desk um, and I've yeah. even done the SRS tokens as well and I did while I was doing the SRS tokens I thought you know what I'll also undercoat the poor lonely um, enlightened SRS tokens as well and get them painted up
0: I so, yeah. did a really good Im- unboxing of it. Uh, one, of, one of Matt's doing it. Matt doing it again. Um, really good at showing what's in there, and I like the fact, that, for example, with the half you can just flip over the flip over the uh, plane on the deck, so you can have it as either the Blitzen version or the regular. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've left um, it glued.
0: Yeah, you've left it glued. Un-glued.
1: Why? I've left it un-glued. unglued.
0: Unglued. Okay, right. <laughs> so Did you go with it and build the? Uh, which class is it the one with the laser the one with the big cannon is that the one you went with eventually
1: uh, yeah I went for the Totens and the Volsons and they are they are glued um, uh, you know
0: I don't know <laughs> did you work out that, that's something that's on the sprue that we, I scratched my head about there's little planes that are not what are they for did you work I have no idea did, um you glue them to Conrad or something?
1: I, I have no idea. I, do you know what? I didn't even think about looking at it. I completely skipped my mind that the build instructions would be up for it. Do you know what? Let's, um, and I'll have a look and see if there's anything there. Constitutions already up.
0: Oh, is it
1: support. Yes, Temple Hall.
0: Yep, yeah, so I can see building the main cruiser. The big ship. The big ship.
1: Putting oh, okay. Mm. It's for the... The uh, internal
0: deck. Oh, my goodness.
1: That's right. Really okay, terrible.
0: right. So if you look at the uh, assembly guides and look at the Conrad cruiser, the two detachable planes actually go inside underneath the main deck. It's a det- It's one of those tiny little details you'd see from a certain angle. Oh, my God. That's so cool.
1: That is very cool. I kind of wish i hadn't glued mine down now but i would <laughs> never have used the conrad cl- uh, class anyway so yeah uh, but it is is—it's a nice little detail. i really like that
0: yeah. i like the little piston rods as well so you can maybe you can actually change the angle of your deck mm. i wonder if you can because you obviously you got your bridge right forward on there yeah on the conrad and then we've got the i'm just looking at the the other yes my my favorites are the, the the lighter <laughs> the Dacker boat.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's still a lot of dice that puts out. And then you've got your uh, Vorslung that with massive cannon.
1: Massive? Doom cannon. Yeah, I I, I sort of looked at that um, flippable blitz and bomber and plane. Um, and I was just like, I'm not gluing that down. It may fall out and get yeah. lost at some point, but. It's just too cool to.
0: Yeah, so you have the 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 blitz and all the regular. I wonder if I could.
1: Mm, no, it wouldn't look right. I was going to say, I wonder if I could glue the uh, two spare planes I've got to uh, the deck of the Templehof. But I think if you put them in, in the way on the deck, it wouldn't. It sort of look silly. Or well, not silly. I don't but know,
0: know if you had them in a, If you got them in a nice straight line
1: yeah. with the one in, one in the back.
0: That might look pretty cool. So sh- sh- do you, I don't suppose any of them are a Blitzen, are they? Uh, yeah, no, it,
1: no, it's just the fighters. Fighters.
0: Yeah, but I still think you could get away with that. Try with blue tax Just see what you think.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Actually, I'll, I'll give that a go. If I could, if I could take the little bobble off at of the bottom and glue it so it's like pointing forwards and upwards, so it looks like it's taking off. Oh yeah. Oh, that looked really good, actually maybe on the end of the deck I could glue it
0: yeah or it's so just before it get to the prongs yeah yeah you can see a little plastic wedge underneath it yeah that looked weird. that looked wicked okie dokie so those are the dystopian dystopian world dystopian age releases for this month um there is another release it's uh scenery but it's a sort of sci-fi scenery called the Omega Line uh, looks great if you want to play a sci fi game, that's certainly something you'd want. Doesn't look particularly dystopian age though.
1: No, it's very sort of sci fi fortification war yeah. sort of thing. Um sort of World War One meets sci fi. it yeah. looks very much um forty K ish or although not really dystopian warsy, so
0: no. I'm having a look at the, I'm now having a look at the Constitution, because I don't know the Constitution rules, were, the instructions were up. Ooh, there's so much cool stuff here. Oh my God, I'm looking at the uh, rear guns on the Intrepid. Yeah, just look, the Intrepid class light cruiser, just look, and then just look at parts 22 and 23.
1: <laughs> the back too two little, guns. Um...
0: They look. They look, <laughs> they're glued side by side. It's two little revolvers again. Yep. That is so cool looking.
1: That is really cool.
0: Love it. And you got the Gatling turrets all down the side.
1: Uh, interestingly, there's no assembly instructions for the Akron, so I would assume they, they are single one piece. piece.
0: Yeah, one piece glued to the base, I'm guessing. Um, they're quite small with the look of them, so yeah, I'm guessing they're probably one piece.
1: Yeah, just clip them off the sprue and stick them on the stand. Mm-hmm. Job done. That is everything for dystopian age released.
0: Late, late breaking news. Just as we thought we were safe to talk about what the new releases were and any spoiler alerts, well, War Cradle gone and least one this afternoon. Drat. <laughs> well, we've let spoiler alerts come up. If you've seen it, it's a distillery of some sort. It does say Augusta distillery on it, which is uh, indicates it's probably for Uh, mythos for the Brotherhood of Belial because it mentions that they are based in the town of Augusta but with its wooden, wooden planking sides and the fact that it's a distillery, could fit quite nicely into Wild West Exodus as well but until we see the whole thing, who knows so that's the late, late breaking news so this is Sam saying happy trails pilgrims
1: yep, thanks for listening everyone appreciate you Checking out the podcast. It would be great if you could give us some feedback. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks very much. We'll see you next time.
0: File Epsilon Gravity 120 26003. File closed. Agent Markov remains at large.